0: This is an IELTS Energy Podcast, Episode 1040, Beautiful Band 9 IELTS Mock Speaking Test.
1: Today, Jessica takes a mock speaking exam and we share the exact language you'll hear on test day for speaking part two and part three. Listen in for band nine sample answers that can help boost your scores on test day.
0: Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Good morning, Aubrey. How are you? Good
1: morning. Great. Welcome to your mock speaking test today, Jessica. Are you excited? (laughs)
0: I am excited. Um, You guys, we decided to do something a little bit different today, something very fun. So we do really love to provide sample IELTS answers for you guys, right? Um, But today we thought we would put that inside a mock speaking test, just part two and part three, but still – Aubrey is going to say everything that the examiner says on test day, and I'm going to be the candidate. So, you know, guys, if you are sort of new to IELTS, uh, maybe you're not sure what the examiner says, and this is something you need to be aware of, but it's also nice just to hear what it's like before you go into the exam. So it's familiar. You're not as like panicked and like weirded out by what's happening because you've never heard it before. So um yeah, so we decided to give you guys sort of a more complete version of the sample answers today.
1: Yeah, it's like we always say to control what you can and a big part of that totally. is to know everything you can about the timing and exactly what the examiner will say so that it feels familiar so that you feel like you know what to expect. You're not going to be thrown off by anything and you can go in feeling confident.
0: Yes, exactly. Um and guys, you know, we we have so many fun ideas that we bring to you in the podcast. Aubrey and I really enjoy doing this podcast for you guys. <laughs> um so we want to make sure that you guys never miss an episode. So make sure to hit subscribe right now wherever you are listening to this podcast guys. Hit subscribe so you never miss an episode and you will make sure to see all the bonuses we come out with because you know, there are more and more bonuses because we have more and more exciting stuff happening at All Ears oh, English. So definitely, guys, to hit subscribe oh. right now before you continue listening. <laughs> yes, exactly. Okay, let's get
1: started. I'm excited about this. Cool. So right. imagine you guys have just finished part 1. You've answered personal questions and then what I'm going to say is exactly what the examiner will say to lead you into part 2, all right? And we're not going to give Jessica that minute to take notes. So <laughs> so I'm going to tell her she has a minute to take notes but then I'm just going to ask her the question. You on test day will have that minute and take the full minute you guys yes. to take notes, think about what you're going to say and really prepare because we've talked about us on the podcast before, but the examiner also needs that minute too to think about some things for part one, think about what they need to listen for.
0: Totally guys. Yeah. I love that. That is such a good point, Aubrey. Um, yeah, guys, don't, don't be one of those candidates who's like overly confident and be like, I'm ready. I'm ready I don't to need talk right time. now. Let me no. talk. Because uh, like Aubrey said, I mean, it's the benefit for you. You need time to think. Take it. Like, why aren't you taking notes? That's just going to help you. Um, and then also, guys, uh, honestly speaking, as an examiner, we need that minute. We need to sort through, you know, our thoughts and our actions and stuff. So, yeah. Yeah. Very good point, Aubrey. Okay, I'm ready.
1: Okay, let's go. All right. Now, in this part, I'm going to give you a topic, and you must talk about it for one to two minutes. You will have one minute to take notes and think about what you are going to say. Do you understand? I do. I'd like you to describe a beautiful place you have visited in your country. All right. I'm not going to give you the minute. So then you will hear this after the minute is up. All right. Remember, you have one to two minutes for this. So don't worry if I stop you. I'll tell you when the time is up. Can you start speaking now, please?
0: Oh, wow. I'm so happy that you asked this question, that I got this card, because no joke, just last week, I legit saw one of the most beautiful places I've ever seen and this isn't just in my country. This is in the entire world. I've traveled to like over 30 countries and I promise you I live in one of the most beautiful areas in the entire world. So, a couple of weeks ago, this was for Mother's Day actually. Um, my son and I went to a beautiful spot just across the river in Washington um, on the Columbia Gorge. So the Columbia Gorge, if you've never been, is this gorgeous, gorgeous area of the Columbia River that features a lot of waterfalls because there are steep cliffs on either side. And it really does bore – it it goes along part of the border between Oregon and Washington. So we were on the Washington side of the gorge and we went to a museum That was in the middle of nowhere. I know, like, when most people picture a museum, they picture it inside a bustling city, right? You know, people are dressed up and fancy and spending lots of money to go to some whatever impressive sounding museum. But this is an art museum. You could say it's in the middle of nowhere, but it's actually in, it's just in the countryside and it is surrounded by gorgeous wineries and other sort of agricultural um, areas. So, the art museum itself is about three stories. Yeah, it's three levels. And each level is something totally different. So, it's it's enough for kids, right? It's not too big to get boring. And there's enough different stuff to stimulate and maintain one's curiosity if you don't just want to look at quote unquote art all day. Um, So, like one floor, for example, Thank you. Oh, did you
1: tell it. anyone else about your trip?
0: I did. I said, dang it, because I wanted to tell you more. But yes, I told everyone about this trip. <laughs>
1: yes. We've been talking about a beautiful place you have visited, and I'd like to ask you one or two more general questions related to this. Why is it important to protect beautiful places in the countryside?
0: Well, we. the first thing that comes to mind is encroaching on animal habitats. And it's not about the beauty so much because the beauty is that's that's a human uh construct we put on that. That's just our opinion of how we like to view things. But the animals don't care if we think it's beautiful or not. They just need their home to survive. So I don't care if it's, you know, a gorgeous mountainside or an ugly swamp, humans need to um, not encroach on these places so animals keep their habitats and in turn, they don't die out, they don't become extinct, and They don't start to encroach upon our territory, right? Like what happened possibly with the coronavirus? Um, Bats and humans mixing that maybe shouldn't be mixing. I think that's one uh, theory about how it started. So a number of reasons why we need to preserve natural places, whether they are beautiful or not.
1: In what ways is the countryside in danger in your country?
0: Uh well, let's see. Um humans spreading out because people not only are cities growing, so the borders of cities are spreading out, but also People getting tired of the cities, especially in the last year. Um, people have reevaluated their priorities and they realize, you know what? <laughs> I would rather live in a quieter place that is healthier for me than to live inside a city around a bunch of people. So more and more people are buying up land and to build their own homes and and whatnot. Um So that's one reason. Another reason would just be industry, right? Money, capitalism. People need to make money. Uh, Companies need to make money. So in my state, Oregon, there are a lot of uh, forests that are um, used just for the timber industry. So we do well at replacing these, I think, nowadays. But I know in the past, the timber industry has destroyed a lot of areas.
1: Thank you. That is the end of the speaking test for our purposes today.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I love that. For as, our as you our guys know, <laughs> she would usually get
1: quite a few more part three questions, but in the interest of time, we'll just ask her those two so that I have time to point out some of the great things she did. Definitely listen to her, her answers two or three times because there's such such great intonation. Right? There's no monotone there. I know you guys <laughs> listening were very interested in her answers. There's it's just so interesting to listen to when you use that native of natural intonation, showing your emotion, but also great vocabulary, right? For part two, you said, no joke. Last week, this is really great to to let someone know that you're telling something serious. You're telling the truth, but it's just such a great slang phrase to say, no joke, (laughs) meaning that I'm not joking.
0: (laughs) <laughs> right and it's like if you like something that's kind of surprising that you think um maybe the person won't believe maybe the examiner won't believe right. it cuz it is kind of crazy to get a part 2 card and then like have something that that just happened that directly relates to it like that's kind of yeah. crazy just so last week like that's happened. a good yeah. way to introduce a a surprising answer <laughs>
1: True. It's true. It would be weird if you're like, no joke. I eat cereal for breakfast every day. You're like, ma'am. That, uh, <laughs> That's strange. I know, like, That's uh, why surprising. would you joke
0: about that? That's <laughs> boring as heck. <laughs> and then
1: legit. You use this great slang legit to say, I legit saw one of the most beautiful places in the intonation on beautiful, gorgeous. Listen to how Jessica emphasizes these adjectives to get that great intonation. And use that word legit, right? It just means like, I really did, but such a, a higher level band nine word because it's slang. It's native's you know, non-natives don't use it. That's a great word.
0: Oh my gosh, definitely not. Because I would say that is like recent slang as well. What Would you say? I mean- At least
1: since like MC Hammer. <laughs> it was too legit to quit. <laughs> too no, legit it's to
0: quit, baby. <laughs> um, I think like, okay, I forgot about the MC Hammer song, but- But we use um, it more um, now I think like than it's we did. like sort of um, common vernacular. I would say this has only been sort of established as common vernacular in the past decade.
1: You know what I mean? Like I didn't –
0: I haven't heard people use this a lot my whole life. So I think this would qualify as being more impressive because it is more recent.
1: Yes, for sure. And then you use the phrase in the middle of nowhere, whether it really is or not. You can say that something is in the middle of nowhere just to sort of exaggerate how rural it is, how, you know, beautiful it was. And then bustling, that adjective to talk about a bustling city. Just great vocabulary. And then, okay, let's move on to part three. Encroaching. You guys use that verb encroach it's if a you fun can. Verb. It's, it's such a fun verb to talk about humans taking over, you know, that we're encroaching on animal habitats. It's just such great vocabulary. And how you started that first part three question was great to say. The first thing that comes to mind is if you need just a second to think about what you want to actually say, great filler phrase, right? Great way to start an answer.
0: And I, and, you know, yeah, I didn't ahead. just put in that that in there because I thought it would be a good organizational sentence. It was Legit buying time to think. Because nice. <laughs> part three questions are tough, guys. Like, you need an extra couple seconds to organize your thoughts.
1: Yes, exactly. And then, in a, a couple episodes ago, we talked about narrating our thoughts yeah. or narrating sort of hypothetically what someone would say. And you did this, and your second answer was so good. You were like, you know what? Let people say, I would rather live in a quieter place. You're sort of hypothetically quoting someone. And this is such a great way to build your fluency, to sort of quote what someone might say in that position, right? Yeah. And then so many great phrasal verbs. You use the phrasal verb buying up. People are buying up all this land. And then the great vocabulary to be able to say industry and capitalism, right? So you guys can see from Jessica's answers how important it is to be reading the news, watching the news. So so that you're getting this great topic-specific vocabulary for any question you might be asked.
0: Totally. And guys, this is something – that we haven't mentioned in a while, but I want I wanna bring back. I wanna bring back this strategy of developing your culture of thinking, guys. Um, this is something Lindsay and I were on like a, a real we had a real love affair with this phrase culture of thinking, um, but years ago, right? And we we talked about it a lot and and we haven't brought it up in a while. And developing your culture of thinking is so necessary as a human. <laughs>
1: number yes. one,
0: but as an IELTS student. So, you know, it, it's too bad when, when I ask students questions sometimes and they're like, I haven't, I've never thought about that. And in my mind, I'm like, but why? Like, this is, this is something that, like, it's your you area, should be it's thinking your culture, about it's your country. Like, how yeah. have you not thought about yes. this? <laughs> so it's not just like learning English. It's actually thinking about the world around you engaging in curiosity and skepticism of the world around you right like don't just take things at face value but wonder about it doubt it research it you know develop opinions on it um it takes time right you have to spend time with these different ideas but you you got to start allowing that to happen in your brain so you can develop these levels of thought for IELTS and and life, like I said, but definitely for IELTS.
1: Yeah, definitely. And you have to do it in English, right? You might be thinking at that level in your first language, but when it comes to IELTS, you have to have the vocabulary for it in English. You have to be used to thinking about and talking about these things in English. So it's not enough to be having those thoughts and those conversations in your first language. It's not just going to automatically transfer on test day, right? You need to be also thinking about it and developing these thoughts in English as well. For
0: sure. Yeah, for sure. Woof! You got you guys got some work cut out for you. We just yeah. we just laid out some really tough stuff to include in your study plan and your brain um, while you're preparing for IELTS, guys. Um, and if you are ready to to really commit yourself to preparing for IELTS, check out three keys, guys computer, paper, academic, general. We have the specific course that you need. Check it out, guys, allearsenglish.com slash K-E-Y-S. And remember to subscribe to IELTS Energy. This is free. Three new episodes every week, guys. Hit subscribe wherever you are listening. And you know what? Follow All Ears English on social media because Aubrey and I, we're not just IELTS, you know, we are All Ears English as well. So follow All Ears English on all of the social media because we are everywhere. (laughs) Yes,
1: definitely. Great job on your speaking test today, Jessica. Okay,
0: thanks. Well done. Great (laughs) job being an examiner, Aubrey. Thank you. All
1: right, we'll see you next time.
0: (laughs) Talk to you next week. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to IELTS Energy. Hit subscribe now and don't forget to find your estimated band score at allearsenglish.com slash score.